Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome. It's Haberman and Middlecoff here on YouTube and podcast, however you consume. Uh, If you're watching the YouTube, hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to the pod, thanks for that. Share it with your friends. And if you want to listen while you watch or you want to watch and you listen, the link to the other thing than the thing that you're doing right now is in the description. So you can listen, watch uh, that way. What's up, Johnny? Let me get my Tito's helmet. God, I just, if it wasn't Tuesday at 2 o'clock, I, I would pour myself a Tito's right now. And I'm not opposed to doing that. Do have some tasks and some chores I got to do the rest of the day, but get on it. Pour yourself a Tito's. Have yourself a Tito's. Link us in Tito's. Enjoy yourself with Tito's. Guy, this is this is Raiders Niners week. I mean, if you can't have a Tito's during Raiders, and the, I, I, the picture that never gets old to me is the Harbaugh chip tooth talking to Mark Davis at the end of his run with only a couple games left. A lot of speculation even at the time with Jim Harbaugh take over the Raiders who were in need of a new coach at the time, remember? R.I.P. Sperano was like the interim coach, and they were terrible. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is this is one of those that, like, they never had at, when they both were here because there's, like, too much violence. And I always thought, like, I don't know. I thought that was a little overrated. Uh, but now they just have joint practices. Completely, nor- we, We've normalized Niners-Raiders preseason games. Isn't it crazy, John? We've normalized Niners Raiders. Actually, hold on. Let me just finish on Tito's before I finish that <laughs> thought. Uh, Tito's, however you love to drink it, like John said, share it, whether you just like a little. You know what Tito himself, the man's name, Tito Beverage. His his last name is Beverage. Uh, he likes, remember what his favorite drink is, John? Tito and water? And, and a little lemon. Yeah. Oh. You know, we love the John Daly. It's good for uh, maybe uh, uh, Lakeside in Tahoe. Uh, maybe like the... Uh, the espresso martini. It's good for oh. sidling up to the bar. Uh, you like a little a Tito's and ginger. I love a ginger beer from the fridge. A Tito's and some lime. However you like it, Tito's handmade vodka, baby. I, I went to dinner the other day with a guy, a heavy hitter in the booze industry, uh, and he works you know, for a wine spirits company that has Tito Tito's under their umbrella here and. He does all of Arizona. He's based in Scottsdale, and let's just say that they've been uh, they've it's been a lucrative endeavor being partnered with Tito's here in this area. <laughs> Tito's dominates, guy. The uh, Northern California, Southern California, Vegas, and Arizona. So Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, forty percent alcohol by volume, namely eighty proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Raiders, uh, Niners, Raiders, Niners, and it's like with Jimmy. Yeah, with Jimmy. With uh, Greg just, Papa doing his radio show, seemingly probably somewhere there. You'd have to think Mark would be roaming around, right? Which Mark? Uh, well, he's fired David. about three other Marks, thinking Mark Davis. I think they've, uh, since you and I were last at a Raiders training camp in Napa, it feels like a lot of that contingent either overpaid the government, lost the Raiders a lot of money, potentially siphoned, potentially, allegedly, 
uh, stole money, did shady shit. I don't know. But Mark Davis, clean house, guy. Clean house. Think how lucky Jed is to just have a Parag, have a Guido, that you just, not just high character people, good at their job, great with money, generate you money, fight the government. Seem instead to of just evolve in their money. role, right? They don't just stay put, just kind of. Yeah, exactly. We're buying EPL teams. We're landing Swifties. I mean, we're getting WrestleMania. This is, it's just two teams, you know, kind of passing in the night. And Mark used to not want to be the redheaded stepchild, did not want to share the stadium. So he got his help led by Jerry and, uh, you know, the corrupt government because you don't even need votes. They just voted on their own, which I'm not opposed. Like I'm all for a team. I'm not one of those like, how can you get government money? Well, if you can get it. I'd take it. I mean, fuck. Most humans do. Uh, and he did. And from all accounts, as Belichick said last year, is the greatest practice facility he's ever seen. And that's where they're going to be. They're not at the stadium. They're at the outdoor practice facility. Um, at 8 a.m. Practices on Thursday and, and Friday in, in Vegas. So uh, People are not. Did you see? I think uh, Jimmy had one of those classic five interception days. I did see that. And Matt, yeah, I did see that. I love I love the things from practice where it's like uh, um, Max Crosby called Jimmy a bitch, you know. Or <laughs> there was one in Cowboys practice also, right? With one of the what's his name, uh, the guy who picked yeah, up it was Diggs the Dak. It was Diggs the Dak today at Niners practice during one on ones. Ambry Thomas, Juwan Jennings, like fit, like go kind of fake like go, but not really a go ball, but like a go fade. I don't know whatever you'd call it. Like a hold here, ref throws a flag. Another hold, ref doesn't have a flag. Jennings in his, I mean, yeah, Jennings in his hand for a minute. Ambry knocks it out. Ambry, uh, then they're in each other's face. Ambry Thomas tells him, you're a bum. Jennings says, uh, that's the first rep you've won in three years. <laughs> Ambry says, you've never won a go ball on me. Check the tape. It was very good. But yeah, you I, a bu- I, to me, you a bum. A bum? That's just good, clean trash talk right there. I I would agree. Because the bitch, you know, I think the, the Dak Dicks mean. F- felt like it. And it went viral, even though in the heat of the heat of the moment. Uh, it's like, what? who really cares? But the bum's pretty right. solid. I, I, I do think the one-on-ones wide receiver DBs has a little, like, basketball feel to it, where it's just, just some legit, probably good buddies. You know, they, they'll break bread in an hour, but it, that, that's... That's entertaining. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, if that had been captured on film, you know, and this is what kind of has happened a couple times, it gets captured on film. It's like, oh man, that was, that was really negative. But when you're doing like it's hot, it's you two weeks of practice. This is the last day of training camp before you get ready for a preseason game. You go think of all the reps. You go at it. 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 And it's just it's good. You a bum. Like that's just good, clean, in your face, but not cheap shot trash talk. Don't you imagine that because the 49ers are practicing Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. none of those guys, right, the Trents, the Debos, Bose is not even there, Kittle, Juszczyk, McCaffrey are playing in this game on Sunday. Are they going out in Vegas Friday and Saturday night, do you think? Like, is there going to be a picture of Trent tonight? Williams at a table? They're flying today. They got an off day tomorrow. League mandated <laughs> I mean, off day tomorrow. I, I, that could be, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there are going to be some pictures surfacing to me with a Debo Trent potentially. I could see them rolling together. McCaffrey's now pretty famous. George is pretty loud. 
I, I could see. I, I got those five guys. Just some viral pictures, maybe in a around. Now Vegas is pretty tight with the phones around the tables. That's one thing they're good at. But I don't know. I definitely walk in the strip. Mm-hmm. If you're not playing on Sunday and Prax ends on Friday, what what are you doing on Saturday? Those guys uh, aren't doing shit. Shanahan said yesterday they talked to the team about betting on the NFL at OTAs. They talked to them at the beginning of camp, and they're going to talk to them again Tuesday before they leave for Vegas. So, uh, Well, they're probably not staying at the Cosmo, right? Well, they're staying in Henderson. Okay. So it's – I mean, these guys have enough coin to get – Fuck, they could take a helicopter if they needed to, right? Yeah, it's, I, I, I think I think the casino will send you a car. <laughs> yeah, so especially with, wait, wait, uh, Debo and Trent make a combined what? Yeah, we'll. Uh, what time do you need the car service? Do they? The do more, the more you make, anything? usually the more you bet. You think they do room check? That's why it's also good. It's hot, but the eight a.m. practice is probably smart anyway, right? Especially if you're the Raiders, you kind of live there. But if you're the Niners, you if you're Kyle, you probably don't want to. 11 30 pra- one o'clock in the afternoon you want an 8 a.m practice like fellas let me look you in your eye when you roll in at 7 6 30 pretty big day time. for uh, old, uh colton mckivitz against max crosby to get ready for tj watt I'll tell you yeah that put that on the on the what to watch for for the week D- dj i was texting with him yesterday Ooh, young I, I came, came no uh J- jeremiah that i came up on the youtube algorithm he was like called into eisen and he was at Steelers training camp, and we were just he's like, God, they look fucking pretty good. He's the, he called Kenny Pickett like the poor man's burrow. He thinks he's going to take a big step. He just thinks they're really talented. What do you say all, about the, the rookie tight end? People say he's having a good camp. Says he thought it was laughable that they listed him at 260. He said, Rich, I've been doing this for 20 years. He's not a pound under 290, and he looks fantastic. Wow. So, uh, is it Daryl Washington? No. Yeah, Daryl Washington, yeah, yeah. Dar- Darnell Washington, or no, Darryl I Washington. saw him. I saw him catch a ball in the fl- uh, up the seam and just whoosh, take off. Yeah, p- oh. the Pickens is dominating. Their O line looks way better. Obviously, TJ is healthy. They signed Highsmith. I mean that that to me is the most throwback game of Week One of just there are going to be some bodies flying. Yeah, yeah. They got a the, Bosa's going up against a rookie left tackle. His point was someone told him like on his little camp tour, he's like, you, you know, the I could see the Steelers or maybe he's like, I was listening to a podcast. Someone picked the Steelers to finish fourth. And he's like, I, I might pick this team to win the division. So it's crazy. Like the Steelers could easily lose the opening game and win 12 games. Same thing with the Niners who feels like lose or don't play that well week one in general. They get some weird games. Yeah. They get some weird games. Against shitty teams. When's the last time they played, I would call like a, double-digit win opponent week one. They've been I mean, the Lions Tampa's, game, was the Lions game Lions, an opener or a week two game? It was Lions, yeah. Where, the, where Jimmy threw a pick six, but then a penalty, and they won the game. That that was week two, but they did open against the Lions, I'm pretty sure, a couple years ago. They definitely opened last year against the Bears, and they've opened once against Tampa. Feels like they've just played some shitty teams week one. Yeah, yeah. That, that was Jameis Tampa, too, not Tom Tampa. Jameis Tampa, right. Yep, because he threw like didn't he? Th- he threw like three picks in that game. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you want some QB grades? Did you hear, John? I've updated the grading system. Okay. <laughs> I love I love the golf grade as much as anybody. It's created a lot of conversation. I've gotten a lot of texts from people, buddies, like oh, I love the golf grade, but it's just flawed. So I switched to PFF grading. Very simple. PFF grading. 
and I'm going to tell you what today's scores were and what the last two days of quarterback scores were from Niners practice. PFF grading is very straightforward. You get a zero grade, which is you do your job at a reasonable and expected level for a throw. Then you get plus 0.5, plus 1, plus 1.5, plus 2. It's an exceptional throw. Minus 0.5, minus 1, minus 1.5, and minus 2. Pretty straightforward system. Um, so here's what the quarterbacks did today. I'll just rattle through it. Any, any comments on that, John? Yeah, it really is a subjective system by these guys. I, I see where a lot of people push back. It's it's not objective at all because there's a big difference of a couple ones add up a lot faster than a 0.5 and a 0. Correct? So uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll say this: there aren't that many ones. Last year, I think a one, a one or above is is what their big time throw is. And last year, Josh Allen led the league with forty four big time throws. So that's only that's under three a game. Just to give you an idea of how rare those throws are. So you don't you you just get a zero on like completing an out route, even if it's a yeah. I, I give a lot. I give a fair amount of zeros, right? Okay. I can I'll, I can run you through it for today and for yesterday, um, but um, but I called a buddy. Who played former NFL quarterback on my drive home, and I said, "Hey, does it make sense that most NFL throws are zeros and plus point fives and minus point fives?" And he said, "Yes." What? That's what Steve Young thought. That's what. That's and I was like, "Why a tittle?" Thanks, man. <laughs> um, all right. So here, here's what uh, here's what happened today. Uh, Brock Purdy was a even. Brock Purdy was a zero today. All in all, he had three positive throws today. He had seven zero throws today, and he had three negative throws today. Um, the last two days combined, I had Brock 75% zero or better on 24 throws. So now that's not completion percentage. It's 75% of his throws were either zero or plus throws. Okay? He was a zero gotcha. today. Uh, yesterday, he was a plus 0.5. Um, Brock's positive throws today, John, a tight window, like 15-yard throw, threw a couple people to Debo. A really nice throw. As you could, from the backside, you could see it opening up. IU coming across about a 15 to 20-yard throw to the sideline. Um, he made a nice throw on a low snap, picked it up, hit Debo to the far sideline. So those were his three positive throws. Three negative throws. Those were all point five. None of those. There, I did not hand out a single plus one throw today. Um, point five negative throws, John. Um, you know, uh, behind Christian McCaffrey on like an out route, kind of off his back shoulder, incomplete. Um, uh, missed Ayuk with good coverage from Mooney Ward. Just wasn't going to be, Ayuk kind of had to play DB on it. So, you know, throws like that. Um, Sam Darnold today, also zero, even. Darnold, I gave him two plus throws. Both were point fives. Seven zero-graded throws and one negative throw. It was an interception on a deep ball. That was actually, it looked like a pretty pass down the sideline. And Jair Brown came over, kind of Hufunga style, and made his first interception of camp. So that was a that was a negative one throw. And, That's the um, Penn, State, Penn State rookie, correct? Penn State rookie, yeah. The safeties have been good. The 49ers cornerbacks do not have a pick yet in camp. Um, but uh, it was a good play. So that's two plus 0.5 throws and one negative one with some zeros in there for Darnold. Trey was plus 0.5 today. Two positive throws for Trey. Um, uh, four just equal zero throws and one negative throw for Lance, which was a kind of a left sideline, lot too wide open, 
and uh, about 15, 20 yards down the field, just throws it right over his head. Um, but plus 0.5 all told for him. Brock, 77% of his throws were zero or better. Today, Trey, 86% of his throws were zero or better, but he had 10 fewer throws. And Darnold, 90% of his throws today were zero or better. The last two days, 24 throws for Brock, 75% of them were zero or better. The last two days, 14 throws for Trey, 79%. And um, the best of the group by this grade, by these grades, just by these percentages, was Darnold 88%, zero or better on 17 throws. Now, I will tell you, the even more context of this, Brock gets more throws, Brock pushes it down the field more. Darnold's pick today was one of the rare times he's pushed it down the field. He seems to check it down a lot. Trey, Trey and, and Brock both throw a lot. I, it feels like they throw more intermediate balls than um, Darnold does. Th- you know, these grades probably don't match up with the numbers. When you look at what their numbers were today, Brock was 9 of 16. Trey was 4 of 8. Darnold was 5 of 9. There were, you know, for example, you get a zero score, an okay score on, um, on drops. Trey had an on-target throw that was dropped. Sam had an on-target on, on throw that was dropped. So, Can I give up just GFF? Now, even when I was going to practice, I'd never kept track of the numbers. Obviously, use them for context to talk about. I, I do think the internet, people that talk about the 49ers, spent way more time talking about like the specific numbers like they're a game than the coaches do. And I think Kyle alluded to that yesterday I saw. Obviously, if you were just 2 of 10 every practice and skipping balls, it, it would be a problem. But like I, I, I do think that this type shit, the amount of time I've heard people, and we do it when we talk about it, like ultimately Purdy's numbers, if he's healthy, and aren't just an utter train wreck, just don't matter at all. Like, no one, if all the starting quarter, like, if you just went to Seattle's practice, like, Geno's a starting quarterback. Are they, every single practice, talking about his numbers? I, I don't know if they are. Like, he's just the starting quarterback. Or Matt yeah. Stafford or whatever. Maybe on a given practice, like, he was really good, like, 9 of 10. Or a really shitty practice, like, God, he couldn't complete anything. It's a story on that individual day. But just accumulation on a daily basis, it just doesn't fucking matter when it comes to Purdy. Doesn't matter if he's healthy. Like, he's a starting quarterback. There are no arguments. And even the other guys, which I understand where it's more relevant than the other two guys because they're competing against each other. We just saw the depth chart come out. It's or. So it's not like they're already acknowledging. And some of it has to do just with the conversation. If they named one guy, it would be immediately one of the biggest stories in the NFL. Right? So far, this guy's the number two and this guy's the number three. So it's a, it's a completely easy one to do. But I, I, I just overall think that the numbers is a conversation that happens online. It happens with people cover the team. I just don't think it's happening at the same rate internally. Like, that's not the way they put it into context as they're coaching and talking about it. Obviously, yeah. individual plays that are, that are shitty gets coached up or whatever. But I, I, I just I think there's a disconnect. I, I know because I, I've been in these meetings. This is not the way that it's like consumed. But where's the disconnect? Like, cause I like with, Mayoko tweets those numbers. I, I don't think Mayoko pretends like those matters number. Those No, they don't. Matter. He's just, he's just putting it out there. I, I, th- I think they're overall media has gotten worse with Twitter because everyone kind of copies everyone else. And people are afraid just as a general statement, 
I think, you know, he's an old school Jay, but he's progressive. You know, I think he's balances it. You just kind of have to, you know, it's just one of those things in his case where, you know, other guys, you just don't have a choice. Yeah. But I, like, he's a good example of knowing how meaningless it is, like to the overall and meaningless is strong because the plays matter, right? The actual, the way you practice, the way you've improved, like Trey's improved, right? That's impressive. You want to improve. Sam, the knock is, is he checking it down too much? But no one knows what him and Kyle are talking about, right? So if you just get the casual person that's seeing this, that kind of feels like, well, Trey's improved. He's got to be better. If it comes with Sam Darnold being the number two, people are going to be like, what the fuck, right? And I'm talking about the 99% of people that have not gone to any of these practices that just feel, based on these numbers, one guy's better well, than the other. Well, do the completion percentages have Darnold behind? Trey? I don't know. I'm just saying yeah. it, it feels like based on the numbers and the touchdown and just the, the vibe of, you know, if Trey's improved, even if they're somewhat equal, why wouldn't you go with the guy? I, I can just already see this the way that's playing it out. Yeah. And like one, and like I, I can point. see that I can see the light at the end of the tunnel where this is headed. You know, I, I don't blame anyone for going and talking about it. I, I just think that I, it's not, I don't think it's discussed by the people that actually make the decisions. Like in a similar thing, when they these guys all got on the Zoom and bitched and moaned about how much money they were making, and then the media's like, these guys are getting fucked. It's like the only people you guys should be worried about are the coaches and the GMs because they're determining your salaries. <laughs> it does not matter if the beat writers, if all your followers, if your fans, if your agent, like they're kind of irrelevant to all this. The people you should be mad at are the coach and the GM because ultimately the owner loves them for figuring out ways to pay you guys less. Yeah, or, the, so or your college coach that left your running back. Or that too, but like, what if that's your best position? Like Saquon's uh, a yeah, good but running it's not, back. The, the GM, it, it's not, I don't. I can even be mad at the general manager. Like, it's just about, hey, I think I can replace this guy in two years. That's the way it, that's, it's middle relievers. Like middle relievers just, I hate to say that, but middle relievers don't get paid as much as starters or closers, right? Well, but I, I thought what was funny is the guy's leading the charge on the phone call. McCaffrey's guilty here too already rich they've already been paid oh you feel obligated. Say, <laughs> you know it's not going anywhere but like look at jonathan taylor jonathan taylor they got him amped up he gets to training camp he's all pissed off like how's that going for him yeah his the owner like, literally can... said <laughs> the owner's like i can die and no one gives a fuck and jonathan taylor's like wait i'd saquon and all these guys were just pounding the table for me it's like yeah bro that's not the way it works so i it just and it gets back to this situation where i i think it's i i can just see it going down this road of creating quote unquote and like i'm not trying to overgeneralize because not everyone's on twitter but I, I just do think the conversation of the people that talk about this consistently uh the numbers really influencing and, and i i don't necessarily think that and i'm not saying that because my take on sam darnold was always has been i think he's gonna be the number two because i think kyle wants him to be the number two not because i think he's the next steve young or whatever I, I definitely intrigued or was when he signed, but it's pretty clear. I mean, you've seen it. I haven't, but the trays improved. The, the mechanics have been better. But I know for a fact, like when you struggle with the no, no one's even arguing that the the short stuff has been a struggle. Like that's worth on the pie chart infinitely more to Kyle than I think the average guy that's like, well, it's a couple incompletions. Who cares? He hit the fucking deep seam. He hit the deep out. Yeah, Kyle doesn't give a fuck. I know that. I mean, and, and everyone that most people that listen to this or follow this team kind of know that too. Like, we all got a good feel of what we're looking for. 
because we know the way these guys think now. They've been here long enough. But there's a, emotions are high and these numbers. It's just, it's just not the way it's going to trend. I, I well, yeah, John, there's, there's a thousand different cars on the road. And part of the reason is because different people have different requirements. Some people want a third row. Some people care more about tech. Some people care more about guys, gas mileage. Different car owners have different desires. Kyle Shanahan has a different desire than, uh, you know, Al Davis would have had for a quarterback, right? Like sure. completely polar opposite desires about what they're looking for. And the eye test tells us that Kyle values. The numbers tell us. I, I mentioned this yesterday. Josh Dubow gave me a great stat. Last year, the number one and number two quarterbacks in the NFL on yards per attempt on zero graded throws. So just your the throw where you just do your job to an expected level. Jimmy, number one, Brock, number two. In other words, Kyle is saying, if you do your job, I can get six yards per attempt. It'll lead. You're the saying league. you're saying in the league. It was Correct. his quarterback. in the NFL. And you know, number so three was golf. So beside you remove basically Trey's game and a in a series, it was Kyle Shanahan's quarterback that led that. And maybe right? Trey would have too, right? He just didn't play enough games probably to qualify for but that. That's stat, not, but that's not what we know. That's not his strength. They're just the easy no, stuff. No, right? but, but it's, what it, it's still what Kyle would have done with him, right? It's what he does with everybody. Zero graded throws. So just the do-your-job throws, they led the league in yards per attempt. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. Yeah, prize picks is where it's at. Prize picks. America's number one fantasy sports app with more than 5 million users. I've been using it and telling you about it for months. It's the most fun and exciting way to get in on the action while you watch your favorite sports and players. We're not going to talk about my Otani less season long pick quite yet on his home run total. You just pick more or less of two or more player stats for a shot to win up to 100 times your cash. For example, this week on prize picks, you can go, Anthony Edwards, more than 29 points, and Nikola Jokic, more than 10 rebounds. Playoff time's the time to join because star players mean more on prize picks. Keep an eye out for the starred players on the board, and you could receive a 10% payout boost if they're in your winning lineup. So right now, download the Prize Picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize Picks, code HAM50. First deposit match up to 100 bucks. Price picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at GameTime. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called GameTime. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some 
garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, you tell me if this is true. Last year, he still had the mindset of his rookie year doing all the zone read running him, where it feels like, do you even see that out there? Or he just Once or twice, normal. not even per day. But they're treating him much more like a normal quarterback now yeah. than this yeah. kind of hybrid, yeah. right? Yep. So maybe they would have got to it, but it was like this convoluted offense that Kyle was kind of uncomfortable with yeah. that because of Trey's improvement of just his arm motion, which is important. Uh I heard who did I hear say this the other day? Maybe it was Kruger. That one thing he's like, you know, that Trey can be. He's definitely improved that, right? Is that's consistent even as the practices have gone, but he can't really freelance off like a sidearm or, you know, Jimmy wasn't great at it, but he could try. Where Purdy's much more likely to kind of just he can just get you the ball in a different manner. I'm not calling him Patrick Mahomes, but Trey is just. He's just making his normal throw. And this gets back to if you do the Kaepernick comparison, who is, you know, it's hard to compare Trey and Kaepernick because Kaepernick was infinitely better. Much better college player, much better runner in the pros, immediately had a spiral when he got to, as a player. 
and functioned immediately at a high level when he started playing right by his second year in the league. But Colin, he really struggled at the, the short stuff, right? Because he couldn't, it was just, he could only really throw the fastball. So it was hard for him to just kind of, you know, throw a change up. And sometimes a change up, your, your motion has to change. I think that's been a knock sometimes on Josh Allen. I think, you know, Sam, I don't need, I, you know better than me on Sam, but feels like he's on whether he can throw it, throw it short. Yeah, he can check. Oh, he can check it down. Yeah. He's checking it down with the best of them in Niner practice. Maybe he knows that's the way to Cal's heart. Well, I, I said, that, yeah, I mean, I, I think sometimes I watch Darnold in practice and I think he, he practices like he's playing to, to the score. Like he knows how they're getting evaluated, and these are the things. Me taking a shot in practice, he did it today, but that's not what's going to get me the number two job. That's how we practice. And, and that's and maybe I'll be proven wrong. I'm approaching this of like you know when people get really mad at politicians for making like stock trades, like they knew the information. It's like yeah, guys, the game is rigged. The game is rigged. You could argue America's rigged. You're either playing the game or the game's playing you. And I came in with the mindset, again, I don't have insight. It's not like Kyle told me this. I'm just basing it off following this team, basing it off everything that happened, that I th- I thought the game was rigged before the thing even started. And I and I haven't really pivoted off that, even though clearly Trey has improved his stock as a player, you know, just internally to the Niners. Now he's got to do it. The other thing is in football – you could argue, like, for, for starting, like, Russell Wilson might play some snaps or Carr might play some snaps. I, I don't put much stock into, like, what starters. You know, I, I'm going to judge you off the regular season games. But I, 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 you can judge backup players for just their perception around the league, right, and just be viewed at better or worse, right, once you play in these preseason games. So you, you can help yourself a lot. Absolutely. To me, a lot, sometimes more externally than internally. Right. Like, there's a chance that the, and this is, this could be wrong if they already have like the internal view set, lock, you know, lockbox, throw away the key. Like, that's not the way you should view players. But we know that that happens sometimes. But that's not the way externally random teams are like, how's this guy looking? What's this guy's deal? What's going on here? Right. 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 You have different situations. Yeah. Right. You got, Niners have four quarterbacks. Uh, Brandon Allen today was a, was a plus 0.5, by the way, on two throws. Um, but yeah, who does the tie go to? You and I have talked about that a lot. Who does the tie go to in Kyle's mind? Who does the tie go to? I think so, Sam. Uh, Johan says, if short stuff is the only thing that matters, why are you spending three first round picks on Lance? Cause in the, in an ideal world, you want both, right? You want the guy that can ad lib, that can do the short, that can make the short throws, do everything that you tell him to do. And then three or four times a game can account for the fact that, once the 14 seconds on the play clock hits and your QB comms get cut off and Kyle can't tell you where to throw it, that you're able, when all the shit falls apart, to just make a play. And uh, that's what you're aiming for. You're going for broke. You are trying to win the lottery when you do that. I mean, so I, I supported at the time. You know, you got to you got to try that. You got to try to get that guy, especially right now. There's a difference between being good enough to contend for the NFC Championship, which the Niners are. And be good enough to win the Super Bowl. If they win the Super Bowl, make no mistake, they are an exception to the rule of how Super Bowl teams win Super Bowls with great 
quarterbacks, in addition to great all-around teams. Niners have a very good, excellent, maybe a great all-around team. But if they win a championship, they're likely an exception to the rule. At this point, maybe we look back 10 years from now, Brock Purdy's a 10-year, 11-year starter, franchise quarterback, and whatever. But that's the way it sets up right now. They're trying to be an exception to the rule. And when you drafted Trey, you were trying to not be an exception to the rule. You're trying to be like Mahomes and Burrow and Herbert, uh, right? Josh Allen, all those guys. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, whoever, you name it. I mean, you're trying to get a star quarterback, right? I mean, that's that's what you attempted to do, and I can't blame him at all. One take I have, and I feel pretty good about it, I think Mac, jo- Mac Jones is going to get everyone fired in New England this year. Like that's I, They got 7-10 and 10 or something written all over them, and Mac, Mac Jones is going to be the reason – um, that that one will age about where we all that one was kind of a universal take. I think most people thought no fucking way. Take one of the other two guys, and who knows? We'll see. I mean, ton of pressure this year on Fields, right? Who's definitely gonna have to prove himself. Probably new GM and new coach. There is no arguing because the reality is we're here now. You can argue the road how we got here was fair or not. I hear you. Like it, it, you you could make any sort of argument how we got here. But on August 8th, we're here. And when the depth chart comes out that a guy that you traded three first-round picks for, really two because you swapped, but the way that 99% of people talk about it, they'll just say three first-round picks. And as the listener just said, three first-round picks, even though it's two because you used one of the picks on Trey. You're going into year three with that individual, and he's not even a lock to be your backup quarterback. He's an or. Like, that's... That's where we are, August 8th. Now, that, that could change. That or could be taken out in two and a half weeks. In my theory of Kyle, be wrong. Or where a lot of people, I heard DJ say this to Rich Eisen yesterday. He predicts, he, he and he, I've heard other people throw this out, like Atlanta. You know, just there's other teams. That he are predicted get a, a trade? Not necessarily a trade, that if Sam wins the second job, that it would be on the table and other teams would be crazy to not sniff around that had disaster quarterback situations. Yeah. Right. Uh, that, you know, there were some rumors that Minnesota definitely tried to trade for him around the draft. Now that the, the compensation clearly didn't make sense, right? No one, the Niners didn't have any leverage. So it's, it doesn't make sense to give a six round pick that even can go conditional to a fourth, Right. It makes sense. Oh, you give it a two? Yeah, he's probably traded right now. But the the amount anyone was offering at his value being an all-time low, because how would his value not be an all-time low? He's an or going into year three, which is not all his fault. His ankle shattered. Kyle didn't believe he could run his offense, so they force-fed an offense that treated him like Lamar Jackson when he's really closer to, like, fucking Brock Purdy running around speed-wise. You know, I mean, but we're here. We're here. So that's really all I care. We're here. So people can talk about, I'm not a big rear view mirror guy. Like, well, this could happen. It didn't. <laughs> We're here. Yeah. And now he's an or. Yeah. Like the, the entire league, league, say what you want. You, it might be nothing. The entire league sees that. It's like, damn, he's not. That's, it is what it is. And they all have an opinion of Darnold. Um, for sure. Randall says, God, the Sam Darnold narrative is so damn frustrating for knowledgeable football guys. I don't know if he says if he thinks knowledgeable football guys would like Sam or hate Sam. The reason I would keep Trey around is because it's very likely that Sam Darnold gets into a game and looks like the same Sam Darnold we've seen before. And you go, okay, this was a nice experiment. Kyle says I tried. Still got Trey around here to, you know, 
maybe he maybe he's the one that gets the next opportunity should you get into that position. So I would not be in much of a rush to trade Trey because I don't think you're getting the value that's worth giving up um, on having the guy who might actually be your second best quarterback. Uh, I'm intrigued with Sam just like you are, but I've also I'm also pretty pessimistic based on all the football I've watched of him. I'm talking much more at this point in time on August 8th from Kyle's perspective than like I'm interested to see what these guys look like in some live bullets the next couple of weeks. I'm more speaking of just the reality of what's on the table right now. And right. anyone, and this is where I roll back to the the statistics, I think a lot of people a little bit have their head in the sand slash some people that are talking about this. When you talk about the shit for a living and you don't know people inside the league, like I, I, your opinions are just a little more thrown at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like th- there is a reality to this, and that's where I think you know. I'm not trying to. Well, act here's like one of the re- John. Can I interrupt? Talking you? about, but it's like you can see where this is going. And listen, I'm, I'm listen. A lot of people like I, I. I listened to some of Grant yesterday. He was like, "This this trade's on the table." Like hey, everyone's talking about it, but I, I think a lot of the fans like don't. Like, come on, guys. I don't know who you're listening to. You get a lot of these randoms now that fucking talk about this shit. It's like, I'm not trying to be an asshole here, but the reality is, like, fucking open your eyes. John, here's an example of the context that you're talking about where the numbers can't all be equal. The difference between the practicing against the first-team defense and the second-team defense is the difference between practicing against one of the best defenses in the NFL, right? That's what Brock predominantly does, and not. So the numbers just are the numbers, but they don't tell you there's a difference between playing against a number three, top five defense, whatever, and their backups. Yeah. I I just think the numbers get a lot of play. And rightfully That's so. That's why the like Haberman grading system has come into existence. Yeah, I just I, – I, I, I view them – I give them credit for wasting your time fucking making – charts not you i'm just saying like write the numbers one of two and 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 you've always said this it's so subjective like is this a sack there was a play the other day of of jordan love i don't know if you saw it he was like uh i think it was a play in lambo he was like rolling left two defenders were beelining to him right when they got to him he kind of stops they stop they don't even put up their arms and he throws it between both of them and people were like what a dime it's like the defenders literally not only just stopped, and I'm not saying they would have sacked them, but they definitely would have both been like this. You know, it would have been very, and they both just stopped, arms down, and he threw it kind of between their helmets. And obviously the guy caught it in the end zone with a DB draped on him. The, the result was nice, but it's like, this isn't, this isn't, what are we talking about here? Like, but that's, this is the internet age. And I, it's hard for coaches to probably, the good thing with football, <laughs> Unlike if the equivalent was happening in the NBA, guys have so much downtime that's on your football and training camps just go, 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 go. So it's not as much. You don't have like hour after hour to just sit and see like the vibe on Twitter. I'm not saying that guys don't know. People aren't forwarding them. You just don't have the same amount of time. Like most teams aren't doing the Tom Sula Twitter breaks for 20 minutes. Remember those? (laughs) That's what the youth need, John. Um, Yeah. I just I was looking at a uh, F dot signature LLC animation, which make us some animation. That'd be cool. Brock has twenty five turnover worthy plays last year, and y'all want him as your starter. Twenty five turnover worthy plays, Nate games. LOL, my goodness. Tell John to open his eyes. 
I don't want him as your- a starter. He is the fucking starter, and he's not going anywhere. And Kyle, I don't view as like Joe Judge or Pat Shermer, so I'm not pounding the table like this idiot. Why do we trust him? Like he's done enough to prove my trust. I know the guy's a starter. The entire team rallied behind it and agrees with it. So it's like, what the fuck? This is the waste of the time. But uh, can which I, say I see on the internet constantly? Also, it's outrageous. I'm looking, I'm looking at the numbers. He didn't have 25 turnover worthy throws. He had seven. So I don't. <laughs> I, I know, but whether the numbers. No, are right I, or wrong, I know. Like, I know the numbers. That is a consistent matter, theme on the internet, guy. That Brock Purdy's in a competition. N- not even that. That he should like, be in a competition. Yeah. Why aren't more people bitching and moaning? It's like, what the fuck is wrong with people? I, I, I don't relate to any of these fucking people anymore. Do I need to go to some other internet? I don't know. I feel like I, I'm an internet outlier. I really do. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I mean. We are ignoring the rules of football that have been taught for all of our years of watching football. No matter what your eye test tells you, if you just did what Brock Purdy just did, and I said this a week ago and I'll say it again, if Trey Lance had just had the exact same season that Brock Purdy had last year, no one wouldn't be talking about Brock Purdy at all in this camp. Sam Darnold would be, maybe he'd be here, but no one would be talking about him as the starter, right? Because when your top drafted quarterback puts together those types of numbers, you go, oh my God. Um, because he's more athletic. He's got better now, skills. It's, it's, all, it's also develop. par for the course. It happened with Cousins with RG3 for a couple of years till it, they clearly separated. I'm just right? saying anybody who does what Brock did in eight games gets to start the next year as the starter. It's just, it, it, it's it's always happened that way in the history of the sport. Part of two doesn't mean anybody's saying he's a guaranteed franchise quarterback. I'm not saying that. You're not saying that. And I understand polarizing situations, right? Kaepernick, Alex was one because Alex had just been the starting quarterback, even though his numbers weren't crazy and it was a running defensive team in an NFC championship game, was then having a really good season. But then Kaepernick came in and he was highly drafted. Remember, second round guy. So, and it was still pretty controversial. But, like, Alex had equity. Like, I'm just not a huge, like, you got no equity with me. I just, I, I treat you like a widget in my mind. Like, I, I get back to the coach for an office. Like, I, fans can hold on more to, like, what could be, like, three or four years later. Like, I've already moved on. <laughs> you know? And, and maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I'm not saying, like, I'm fucking Bill Polian here. But I, I, I'm like Kyle, just moved on. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll find out. But... He's done it before, I, and, and part of it is I, I view now football through his eyes. You just kind of go. You know, Belichick, you just go. Well, you just keep moving. You, you've always felt that way about 21 positions. You don't – the 22nd, the quarterback usually doesn't get treated that way. And I also think Purdy gets – no one knows how good the guy's going to be this year. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I would expect him to be at least average. Like, I think he's proven to be pretty solid. Yeah. Now, do I think he's like – do I feel good about like he's a lock to be a top 12, 13 quarterback this year? By no means. Is he a lock to start every game if he's healthy? To never get benched once? Uh, no, because of his draft status. Yeah. If I think you it's tell me he's healthy and getting benched, they got some major problems. I agree, but but I, I just think it's I think it's a 50-50 shot that, that there's some point in the season where Kyle's like, you know, maybe one of these other guys today. I don't know. No, maybe, maybe not. Maybe he'll have like a great a true year. benching. Well, what'd you say? Would I could see him go bullpen style? He, yeah, he bullpen did it with style. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. He's more. Yeah, he's yeah, like I'm pissed at this guy today. Let's try something else. Like that's yeah. on the t- that is fifty fifty. 
For so sure. I say all that to say, like, you and God, I... Be, Be, Belichick did it with Mac Jones, remember? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you get... And I think Kyle is similar to him in terms of the way he looks at players. Obviously, the equity in Bill's Super Bowls, I'm not comparing them. But I'm just saying, he does look at football like that. So when you look at the team through his eyes, you know how quick they'll pivot off shit. You, you just do. And there's a small number of guys that have earned the equity that are kind of untouchable. Like, it, it took Debo, they were kind of on the fence for carrying the team to the NFC Championship, Right which was unheard of for a position player to do. Like, Derrick yeah. Henry's the last guy. Like, most, it's impossible to earn a lot of equity with him. And you can tell even sometimes that, like, do they love that contract? <laughs> you know? That would probably be the one if you had to list, like, their top eight guys. It's like, yeah, well, you know, they could fudge it a little bit. But I assuming, and that's why I think Debo knows. The other thing is, that's a good example, right? I think Debo kind of got the buzz of like, God, <laughs> I've seen Buckter traded. I've seen some crazy shit happen here. I know Kyle's not super happy with me last year. I'm not happy with myself, but I know he's not happy with me. I better fucking dial in, right? And look at him. What do you talk about? All off season. Stays on the West Coast, sending him the naked pictures. It's not huh? just, he's, you know, shirtless. You know, he's, he had pants on. But I, I don't think, I, I think that's a pretty good reflection of Debo knowing he'd been here long enough seeing it. Like, no what happened in 21, this fucking guy forgot about because 22 happened. Yeah, and, he got, now, and he saw McCaffrey. He was like, oh. And he saw McCaffrey. He's already ready like, to replace me. Who's just the can never do any wrong because he's the hardest working guy and knows all the plays and just can do the shape. same thing. Yeah. I, I think Debo's a good, a, a good example of a smart player understanding how fast that, like, you know, I like playing here. I'm a star here, right? I don't want to get traded to – the Vikings or just some random, you know, I, I like being here. I like being deep. 12 months after a trade request. <laughs> yeah. He changed real quick. By the way, John, uh, someone pointed out in the stream, it's hard to see it here, but there's also an or listed on kicker, Jake Moody, Zane Gonzalez. Now, do you think any part of Kyle Shanahan hasn't already decided who the kicker is? Right. That, that, competition is already moody today made two sixty yarders by the way with plenty of distance there's an that one on that that one to me feels a little fangio with eric reed remember like training camp started they draft eric reed in the first yeah. round and eric reed was like running with a threes it's like thick it's week one starters roll out eric reed's there there's like kind of this old school mentality is that a kyle thing or is that the special teams coach is a combination of the two I mean, just an easy you're, one, you're asking, does Kyle care enough to mess with the kicker? I mean, the, the coaches don't make this either, right? And they do split reps equally. So They do? Well, Jake gets one day, Zane gets the other. There's just not enough kicks. So they each get a day where they're the kicker, and then they each get a day off, and they each get a day, and then there's a day where they share the kicks. So, Yeah, I mean, I... You know, technically a fourth round pick if you factor in conditionals, <laughs> bleed over. But one on one, I think that I think Jake Moody is the lock of all locks, right? The opposite of the backup quarterback situation, which some might consider fluid, some don't. That that one, there is no fluidity to it, right? Non injury. To me, the question is: Does Zane 
there could be an agent deal here. Is Zane a lock to be on the team the entire training camp? Is there just a time where you're just yeah. like, what? I mean, just... you might maybe, I think, I think you treat him kind of like you treated Jimmy last year in the sense, I mean, different, but in the sense where it's, you never know what's going to happen with kickers in other people's camps. Maybe you can trade Zane Gonzalez for a conditional six. You know, you can just trade him for a six or a seventh, right? You've got him. So maybe you trade him right before the season starts because he's a good kicker. Been injured. Yeah, I'm right. just saying, if he gets through healthy, somebody's in a tough spot, they need a kicker week one all of a sudden, which happens all the time. Bam, you, you just, you've got him. Whatever you're going to use him for, you can use him for that. Or you got to protect your guy too. Well, like from what you've seen, do you even think it would be a big deal if Jake Moody did not exist and they just had Zane Gonzalez? Would you feel fine about it? Like, does he look good? Uh, Yeah, I'd feel fine about it, but I, I would say, where's the upside on not keeping Robbie around? Like, his leg's not that big. Neither was Robbie's, but I knew Robbie was nails when it came to the postseason. Jake, money. I don't know if he's money or not, but I know he, he kicks the ball from 60 yards with room to spare. Yeah. Uh, JW asks, how many missworthy kicks? I need that stat. <laughs> he made two from 60 today. I gave him a plus two on both of those. I feel we're going to get some good pictures coming out of this little joint practice of just yeah. Mark Davis, maybe Jed probably, I, Jed's probably won't be there, but I could see like a Mark Davis, John Lynch hug picture. I, I could see that. I could see definitely a Mark Davis, Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, little powwow, maybe like a, a, a Josh McDaniels, Jimmy, Maybe like a Kittle Darnold picture. I, you're just going to yeah. see some interesting yeah. just combos, about, I think. How about Greg Papa, Niners hat, Lincoln Kennedy doing like the, what is this face? You know, like the palms up, like, look at this guy. You know, there's going to be a Greg with like three or four, just Greg in Niners gear with three or four Raiders personnel around him, giving him a hard time. That that I want that photo. I know it may, that's not maybe what the mainstream is looking for, but that's on my list. Musburger relieved of his duties, correct? Was that last year? Yeah, Musburger, he was out. His his last year was 21. Gotcha. Yeah. Who did it last year? Do you know? They, they have a new guy. Uh, uh, um, yes, I know. Why Not, I mean, who, cares? who gives a fuck? No one's listening. But uh, Jason Horowitz. Jason Horowitz. Gotcha. Um, Yellow Spy, give us five bucks to say, the internet gives everyone the same voice regardless of how dumb or smart they are. Keep up the good work. I guess my overall take is there are just a lot of conversations happening that are pretty pointless, which you could argue I we all have in our everyday life. On this one, that it's clear the way. Yeah, that are getting amplified based off faulty premises. Yeah. And how would you know if and you And used know? as evidence that there is a bias or a... Yeah, it's just stupid. Um, I feel like I had a few more things today. Uh, Jair Brown made a pay. Uh, oh, you know who's... I'll tell you this. I think Ronnie Bell made a nice – Ronnie Bell looks better to me today than he did two weeks ago. So it's just a guy to watch. Um, he's having a good camp, I think. The 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 seventh-round rookie out of Michigan had an ACL. Two, two, you know, he's two years removed from an ACL. Um, but I think he's done a nice job. He had a drop or two early in camp, but he's done a nice job on like – I've been saying, John, on uh, I said it yesterday, maybe one other show, we're, without you – 
that like if you're a receiver, you really want some balls thrown to you that aren't perfect throws because that's your chance to kind of flash, especially when there's like, you know, 12 receivers out there. And um, Ronnie Bell has kind of made some really nice plays on balls where you have to go make a play and, you know, you can look you can look good. The quarterback can almost set you up to look good with a bad throw. He's made some nice catches um, in those situations. So the, the, the preseason games will really test you. You know, the, the Niners, the first half will be easy with Darnold and Lance playing, right? By the second half, you get a lot of Brandon Allen versus what's the former Cowboys quarterback start battling it out. Chase Garbers. Guys. Yeah, you get that. You know, we get some you get some true diehard P1s that are still watching. I mean, truly locked in. It's preseason football is cool in theory. Like, I, I could watch the Jets when Zach Wilson was out there. I, I But once, like, you start removing – that second string level famous guy, it's it can fall off a cliff fast of just your interest. It's hard. It's hard. Because it even feels like it starts cutting to star players and T-shirts, chewing seeds, BS. And it, 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 you start feeling like, well, what? They don't get what, what am I? What am I giving my time for? It turns into that quick. Yeah. Yep. Any Shanahan Garoppolo pictures? There was the Minnesota one last year, so I I, I would expect. Yeah, I would expect it. De- 100% a John Lynch-Jimmy Garoppolo hug, right? They will have an embrace. Kittle a John Lynch- embrace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't you think a Kittle embrace? Kittle embrace. Trey. How about Trey? Uh, yeah, I mean, they spent two years together. They'll have an embrace. What's the line on this game, John? I mean, are there lines on preseason games? No, there are. Because <laughs> uh, I saw that John Harbaugh, right, hasn't lost a preseason game in like 17 years. He's favored against the Eagles this weekend. Oh, I forgot about that stat. <laughs> he should be proud. Uh, any other notes for you from Niners? Uh, no, just here we go. Niners Raiders. It, I'm with you. It has been under the radar how when you add to it the Jimmy, like we got this whole Darnold Trey thing going on. Then you bring Jimmy into the mix. Fred Warner, we're going to have a photo of Fred like pointing at him. I think part of it is I would say it's not really a polarizing take in people that just follow talk about football. Most people think the Raiders are going to stink. So it's like last year there was a lot of buzz on them, right? Josh McDaniels, Carr. I would say last year, the version of the Raiders, this would just be a more talked about endeavor because it was like, God, could the Raiders win 10, 11 games again? Were they going right. to be? I saw like the Action Network had them predicted if Jimmy were to miss a game, be, be an underdog at every game they were to play. Obviously, I mean, Brian Hoyer's like, they things could get disastrous quick. Jimmy will, in theory, Jimmy will not miss a game. Big picture, you know, if that leads to one of these sweet young quarterbacks, maybe, but like, can. Does Josh McDaniels have enough equity to go three and third 14 and keep his job? You know, there'd be a lot of, it's easy to always say, well, it's cool to be really shitty. Like Tampa is Todd Bowles, just a lock to be the coach next year. If they win three games with Caleb Williams. Cause well, I we know no. that coaches, that GMs or owners don't go, Oh, well it happens all the time. But coaches get fired with bad teams that were not their fault. Right. Todd well, Bowles has it. no chance this year. None. But would would you put like 50-50 if they are if I tell you right now football Jesus shows up he's like Tampa's going to have the number 1 pick. What percent would Todd Bowles be the coach week 1 2024? I'd say under 20. 
Yeah. So it's like it, it, those get no Better one's trying to lose. Riley's the coach of the Bucks at that situation. I don't even care what you've been promised. Like the, people, I, I get a lot of DMs. Like, do you think they're actually signing Jimmy with the hopes to lose? That is just not the way the NFL ever works. Like, there is no chance. Even if Mark Davis has told Josh, like, be shitty. We want one of these sweet quarterbacks. How could Josh trust him? Right? Because you see it all the time in football. You know, I was told one thing and then they did another. It's like, I, they, what's his name was being paid to tank. Remember a couple years ago, uh, Brian Flores and won three out of his last five games. And it cost him Joe Burrow. He's like, I've, I'm not taking your 100 Gs. We're trying to win. That's just football. <laughs> that was devastating. And then yeah, they if they, the if they had guy. told him he'd definitely be the coach, I mean, maybe he would have listened. But they did, and they were trying to pay him money. Question, how do you guys feel about how Darnold's taking care of the ball in camp? It seems to be his biggest criticism. He has the best turnover ratio of the quarterbacks during training camp. Well, I'm here to tell you, this is a great example of what I'm talking about with the context. does not matter. Truly, Brock has taken more chances than Sam. Uh, Sam took a shot today. It was a, He threw a pick. It wasn't, that, it wasn't a bad pick. It, it really wasn't. Um, it was like a deep sideline throw, and the safety came over and made a nice play. But I don't think it means he's better than Brock Birdie. I don't know. But it, it, he has been doing what it's like I told you. He's got a 90% the last two days, a zero or a plus grade. Because it's, it's a lot of like, I'm just going to do the right thing and put it on the money. He's not taking a lot of chances. I, I do not blame that individual that just tweeted that at all. At all. It's a legitimate that, question. That's a fair that's question. A good, but that's a good example of uh, talking about turnovers in practice. Right, like if you have, if you finish the NFL season, right, with your numbers are 21 touchdowns, 19 picks, you'd be like, oh, that's a shitty year. It's, it's, it's just finite, tangible. Like those were your touchdowns and picks for the whatever 2022 season. I think it's more than debatable on like, was that actually a pick? Was the guy even supposed to be there? Like, did, you don't do red zone that much, so we don't know how many touchdowns you're throwing. Well, it's like, well, he was actually sacked, so he never would have even thrown the ball. Kyle told me no matter what. What if it's one of those, like, in this practice, no matter what, throw it to this. Like, there are so many things that you're fudging in practice also. You do yeah. not have any let me give Let me just give Debo a shot on this one. And no matter what, uh, Brandon or Sam or Trey, even I'm defending Trey here too because he's throwing some picks. What if he was told by Kyle, make this throw. We want to see what it looks like against this look on their defense, no matter what. Open or not, we don't give a shit. Yeah, he did have one that Kyle said he should have checked it down. But we well, of don't course, get, Kyle, I mean, Kyle doesn't explain every pick. So no, that's what I'm saying. There are definitely some where it's like you made the wrong decision, right, or the wrong play, or ran the wrong route. It, it, we're talking most about the quarterbacks, but it could be any position. But there's also some of like try to break it off this play against this defense. Try this out. Isn't that that's what practice is all about? Well, pitchers in spring training, it's always that, right? It's like, oh, they're always working on their fastball command first. You know, they're not pitching the way they would pitch in a game or whatever the case is. The breaking ball doesn't break. I mean, that's a bad example. But Well, it's like you, you can't hit it out of bounds on the driving range, and that's essentially what practice is, right? Well, especially, you know what the analogy I thought of today, John, was you can't get hit. Like, they're, the most fundamental part of the sport doesn't exist. It's the difference between... Uh, like going on a rock climbing wall and climbing the side of a rock. There is just a major factor that does not exist 
climb the side of a rock, you fall, you're dead. Nobody's there to help you with your broken leg if you have managed to survive. Eight feet up on a climb wall, it's a totally different thing. You can get really good at that, but it's totally different than that, right? For sure. Half dome versus a, a, a empty airplane hangar in Atherton. It's just it's or, two different or things. Just, yeah, I mean, there's training regimens, and then there's the real endeavor of whatever you're doing. Like you can have a meet a sales meeting, and then when you're sitting there with the client, like it's a completely different. There's no training wheels, right? I take the training wheels off the games. You could even argue the practices. The other thing in training camp. Here's the other thing in training camp that would never get discussed in context on the internet. After a couple days, especially if I've played on the team with you for a couple years, I know your strengths and weaknesses as a player. I know where you kind of lean. I know what you do in certain coverages or as a player where you go. When I go against the Raiders, there are going to be players, especially if I'm a younger player, or even like Debo or Ayuk. Like, I've never seen this guy. I've never played against this guy. Or I played against this guy like four years ago when he was on the Steelers, and they were running a different defense. So it's, it's a little foreign. It's why Kyle even said yesterday, I put a ton of stock in these practices. The joint practices. Because it's like, hey, you, I want you to run a play. We don't know what's coming. After a while, like, you kind of know your defense and what's coming. I, I Honestly, I'm not, you know, I'm not Jimmy Garoppolo excuse guy. I think that's part of why Jimmy throws picks in practice. Especially when he did against the Niners. Fred was picking them off all the time, right? Yeah, don't they want you to, like, like if Trey or Brock Purdy are not hitting these balls down the field, <clears throat> isn't that the time to throw the ball down the field? The thing with Jimmy, though, is Jim, it feels like Jimmy's picks are not 50-50 balls down the sideline. Jimmy's picks come on 15-yard throws over the middle, right? Like really painful interceptions. Fred Warner Yeah, picks. but th- this is where I get back to, like, if Trey throws a pick or P- P- Purdy throws a pick, I actually think it probably gets overvalued on like that's a big deal, right? From I agree. the internet web. I think yeah. it's a much bigger deal when you just it's why I think that the thing that is concerning is the Trey Short touch game, right? Yeah, I mean, I got the here's what to watch for each guy. Trey short game. Does Brock take appropriate risks? And does Darnold get rid of the football quickly? Darnold has protected the ball in practice. But I think Darnold's my biggest concern with Sam when I watched him from last year is he takes too long to throw the football. Well, in practice, that's irrelevant. Yeah. It's like irrelevant. So those are my, that's one thing for each guy for me. But Purdy, I mean, at most, he might get a couple series in the preseason. At most. Right. Well, he's not playing this week. There's a chance he does not play in the preseason. Yeah, well, sorry, let me rephrase. The thing to watch for Brock is the regular. Is, that's just a thing to watch for Brock this year. <laughs> yeah. When he does the blind spin in the T.J. Watt in week one. Which is going to, I mean, T.J. Watt. The good news the is the blind are. side is Trent. T.J. Watt's a lock to get a Oh, Hassan Reddick got him from the front side, so. Yeah. He's, <laughs> well, Kyle Both sides are risky. 18-step play-action drop. Blocked yeah. by, uh, you know, the third string tight end. Just chip with TJ Watt. He won't know it's coming. Yeah, it's like he might. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Cool. So see you in right. Vegas. Yeah. Be there. Yeah. You know, Thursday, bright and early. Mark Davis uh, said he has our passes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what would have happened. I saw our guy Will Kiss the other day. He was he was nice as always. Um, it sounds like they're letting Greg in, so that's progress. 
It is, you know, it's it, usually that that first year early on, the divorce is messy. When you meet someone like five, ten years later that are divorced and still because of kids or whatever have to deal with them, and they the hatred is still strong. It's like that's that's real, right? I, I would say for the most part, this might be a generalization. Well over half, just you kind of just become numb to it. Oh yeah, she's coming over. She can just she's picking up the kids, or I'm dropping her off. It. But when it's like I can't stand, you know, you know who. Same thing with jobs. Why does I mean, Frank's fucking been to rattling off NFC Championship games, been the Super Bowl. All he was doing was winning four games a year with the Raiders. Put you in some games that matter. See how that your fucking voice is all over the internet when the NFL's tweeting out sweet plays by the 49ers. That didn't happen for 15 years with the Raiders. I'm trying to think what was his most iconic call of the like, last 10 years with the Raiders. Check with Derek Bopp on that. Is- it, it, honestly, it was probably something that was being made fun of, like a Khalil Mack and remember, uh, what's his name? Steel Moore. Yeah, stuff like that. Like that. God, we have so much was, Raider knowledge that just doesn't translate to anything. Like, but it's like low but it's stuff like that that define the Raiders. Yeah, uh, is Brock the same? No BS guy. Is he the same guy he was last season? I don't know. We'll see. We got to watch him in games, but I I think he's looked fine. I think especially lately, I think he's looked good. He's thrown some picks, but I think he's looked like the same guy. Andrew asked, "Is the Braden Willis hype real?" I I did not know there was Braden Willis hype. I would not say it's real. He's made some catches, but if you know, that's a spot where it's like, how does he block? How does he block? Um, if he can block and trial Kyle trusts him to block, then the hype is real because he's big and they throw him the football. These guys throw him the ball a lot in practice. Big tight end from Oklahoma. Uh, maybe play some special teams. Um, Kyle throws it more in practice than he does in games. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what Devontae Adams' week looks like, John. That's a that's a story, the Jimmy-Devontae uh, combination. Is Jimmy just yeah. going to be feeding Devontae? No more Darren Waller. Uh, a lot of Raiders stuff to go, stuff stuff to catch up on. So No, I mean, Derek Carr. Jimmy Garoppolo Gone. got replaced Derek Carr. You couldn't have made that up like four years ago. <laughs> I saw somebody posted a photo of Gruden and Derek, both in Saints. Like Gruden, I guess, was there wearing a Saints T-shirt. Yeah. And someone just said, like, imagine this photo three years ago. Like, what would you have thought? <laughs> it's just, it's crazy how it got there. But the one thing, like, you never underestimate pro sports, the, the turnover, the change. Especially, like, with those polarizing individuals. Right. Like, to me, if you, like, Four years from now, a picture of Andy Reid and like Mahomes and Seattle Seahawks jerseys. Like that would be like people would fall out of their chairs. But I, I would honestly, if you would have just tweeted out in 2020, like a pic, that picture of Gruden and Carr, I think the average person that's not that close to it was like, yeah, for sure. Right. Something weird happening. You know, for sure. Did, did Gruden get traded, Carr get cut, and they reunited? You know, something like that. Yeah. What would be the, I don't know what the equivalent of that one would be today, but. Like Bill and Mac Jones with like the Cowboys. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like Bill and Jimmy together on the Cardinals next year. I think it'd be more like Bill, like the Dallas Belichick and a Dallas Cowboy Ooh. pullover. 
Well, I mean, I like to me, if Bill is out in New England, there's only that's the place he's got to go. He can't retire on that note. The one thing I could could coach Micah Parsons. One thing I could see is like he's out. Tampa is the number one pick. Jason Light, New England guy, the Glazers. They just give him like $30 million a year, like five years, $150 million. Go coach Caleb. Yeah, just, hell, it could be the number two pick. And Bill's like, I'll fucking coach Drake May. Let's Mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. Right? Florida, retire there with Linda. Imagine being worse, though. How, if the Bucks get the second pick, that means somebody was worse than the Bucks. It happens fast. I mean, the, the last year with the Texans, they were shitty all year, and somehow the Bears just kept losing games. Yeah, you can you can be really really shitty. Like think how terrible the Colts were last year. I mean, terrible, and they drafted four. If you're in the top five, you had a season. But that it could just be like that one game where you were playing the Bills. They mailed it in. You end up winning, and that was the difference of you well, drafting two and six. I mean, John, the Niners were on their way to that whatever would have been the 18 draft before they got Jimmy. They were going to be like a two-win team, and the Browns had no wins, right? And they weren't going to have the first pick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were going to take Sam Darnold at two or three. The Miles Garrett year. No, the Baker, the Baker year. Oh yeah! Oh, I see. Oh yeah! yeah, yeah. The, right. the the Baker, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen draft. Better to have Niners. better to have beat, done what the Niners did today than have drafted Sam Darnold over Josh Allen. Better to be in this position than that one, unless Sam Darnold would have been good for you. This and is like, or better to have drafted <laughs> not like Solomon Thomas than Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, this has gone as well as it could have gone when you factor in the other quarterbacks and you factor in the trade where we're sitting today with an or between the two guys' names. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> All right, well said. On that note, later, everybody. Thanks for hanging. Later. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.